Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Good morning, Alan. Lovely to talk to you. It's the ages since you and I have had a chat. And I'd love to be talking to you about lighter issues, but this is a me a, a huge talking oh, point no. at the moment. Can you give me the background to the article no. and, the, and the background to the two-part feature, please? Well, just being aware that the, the problem had increased in relation to the whole country, not just farmers, but trying to be, give something positive and to give people a pathway to recovery, find out what help is there, as well as looking at, you know, the implications of of, of cocaine abuse and when somebody is in the trenches of it, um, it causes huge problems for the person themselves. And while it might they might have felt bulletproof when it started and that it really helped them, you know, with confidence and whatever and they felt exhilarated and was part of a night out and everything. It rapidly turns into a nightmare, actually quite a, a short time frame of a few years that it can go, not like alcohol can yeah. be longer, but cocaine can be very fast, four or five years for when, when to the point where you're in real trouble. Right, and accessibility seems to be no problem whatsoever at the moment. Thankfully, we've had a number of uh, very important interventions in recent times, huge amounts of money, but it still seems to be extremely plentiful at the moment. Um, look, yeah. can you tell me more about uh, your investigation and also you've, you've consulted ASHIRE, which of course is the rehabilitation clinic and is based here in Wexford. Yeah, I was looking at residential treatment first. That's when somebody is, you know, seriously addicted and has to be taken out of their, I suppose, their normal life and pattern of life and to be helped in a in a huge way. But there are lots of other treatment centres around the country, St John of God, St Pat's, Rutland Centre, Bushy Park, but depending on where you are. But I spoke to somebody in Ashiree and her experience was that it's it's a huge issue and she used the words like horrifying and horrendous quite frequently and from the time she, when she started in, in counselling um, 17 years ago cocaine was something like you'd have at a, a party, she called it um, a cheese board element at the end of a middle class party but now Everybody can get it. It's so accessible. And I just finished writing this article when that seizure happened off the Wexford coast and 157 million. And that really proved, if anything ever did, that, um, you know, that it's out there in huge quantity. And of course, there has to be the, dem- the demand for the supply to be there. But so it's, it's really, um, really a huge, a huge issue. Can you tell me, uh, I mean, within your articles, as I said, it's two-part, where, where do you go with this? Apart from talking to Sarah Cassidy, do you talk to people who are uh, substance users, abusers, or, or what do you, where, where do you go with this article, Margaret? Because I'm sure it would be of interest to the people who would like to find out more about this. And also, do, yeah. do you put forward proposals how to tackle it? Well, what I've done is in part one, part one really deals with, gives an example of what happens in residential treatment. And in part two, it's non-residential. That's where you're at home and you're going into counselling several times a week and your whole family is going and that you really spend this period of probably three months intensive time talking about why you started, you know, how you cope with it, how you cope day to day. And that families can get support and they can get advice uh, because the impact is huge on them. So in this particular series, it's really looking at the residential and the non-residential, what's available, where you can get help. 
Right. Uh, so you're charting the journey of somebody who's trying to get off it, who's trying to recover. That's yes, the angle. That's, that's I, mean, I just wonder what hope. angle you're coming at from it. Yeah. So, yeah. So no, it's the hope, and just it was wonderful to hear a person talking about when um, a person who is addicted comes into a centre like that. They're like the Walking Dead, you know, half dead because it has affected their personality, their mood, their energy, their physical health, everything. Mm. But then the, a month later, after they've gone through treatment, that, um, you know, they're going out and you actually see a smile on their face, that right. they feel they're back in control of their life and they've sorted a lot of stuff out. And it may not be the, the total answer, right. but they have a kind of a blueprint for, for getting back into the real stream of life, you know, a yeah. good life. Um, a peace of mind again. And did did your article, your your research, did it tell you that we are well equipped to to tackle this issue? Are we short in services in this issue? I mean, I, I want to champion once again the wonderful work of the Corn Market Project here in Wexford that you are familiar with as well, Margaret. Yes, did, 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 did your findings tell you that we are well covered in this area, or that we're covered well enough, but we could do with more? What did I, What did you? We find? could do. We could do with a lot more. There is huge awareness. I was just looking at our Ruckus reports and uh, conversations about it and there is going to be more investment in it and there is awareness that it's such a huge issue. I suppose there's never enough and there's never enough free services. I mean, treatment does cost money, you know, and some people have private medical insurance that might cover it. There are other services that you can get if you have a medical card, but being um, able to get accessible free services right. would be the most important thing and we need more of those. Like the banner headline, I have to conclude because I've got to head to the news, it says, young people, urban and rural, are accessing cocaine on social media. So that, where did yeah. you get that information from? That's from from everybody I spoke to, that's the way it happens, that it's the popular platforms, there's maybe a code word if if they're, they know, they know if they're in that circle, you know, who they can get it from, who to contact, and it's delivered, you know, it's, it's not as if they have to go to the off-license to get it, you know, it's brought to them, which is part of the problem when they owe money then you've got somebody coming to your yard or coming to your house or whatever, so it's, it's, um, it's so accessible, really, 24-7. Yeah. All right, well, look, uh, thank you for talking to us. It's in this week's edition of Irish Country Living, Margaret, and next week's edition, is that where it is? Yes, that, that's it. And I hope it'll give people hope in, in relation to being able to recover from the addiction. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. South-